Hello and welcome everyone to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. Well, a special, it's a special topic. It's really not really the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. It is a special review with our good friend Colin from Digital Car Culture. How are you doing, Colin? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you? You good? I, I'm very well. Very well indeed. And it's great to see you because I know that your magazine is getting bigger and, and lots of there's lots of great stuff in it. And we'll yeah. be telling everyone of, uh, what they need to be looking out for. Uh, and if they're not already subscribed to it, they're missing out. Um, so we'll need to get that all sorted. But yeah, so tell me, you, you've just uh, released a new edition. Was it last Saturday? So yeah, last Saturday. It was a little bit late. It was a little bit late, but um, that is because... I mean, this is a, like a hobbyist fanzine, I guess, and the kids, uh, week, week got in the way. So I've, I've been away for a few days. <laughs> I, I, I was a little behind. Yeah, I was a little bit behind on the, 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 the release date. But yes, it dropped last Saturday. So anybody who's on our Discord or any of the socials, or as you said, subscribed, um, you should have had uh, a link uh, made accessible to you over that last week. Um, and if not... I'll be trying to bombard people with links in the coming week through Reddit and GT Planet and all that kind of jazz. So yes, issue seven is out now. It's not the eighth issue including our concept. So yeah, this is yeah. this is a thing, Hugh. Still doing That's, it. Still here, still uh, doing it. And you've you've also been doing some race nights as well. I, I remember seeing a, a link for a Friday night race night that you were doing recently. Yeah. I was I, I was wondering why you weren't in it. If I'm honest, you. This I think this will be right up your alley. It's it's GE Sport, yeah. See, so GE Sport fan. I will try it. To be fair, I will I will try it because I, I saw the thing and I thought, oh, that would be thing. Because I think it was about seven o'clock, wasn't it? You're trying it's to be it Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do it's we're gonna do it once a month mm -hmm. around launch, probably a week after we've launched an issue, so we can advertise the uh, the, the issue that's coming out. Um, so uh -huh. so the issue can advertise the event. Sorry. Um, yeah. It's on GE Sport. It's it's themed. It's wrestling themed because we do have a belt. You, I've got props. I do a show and tell here. You, hopefully I'm not knocking too much stuff out. We've got oh, a wow. belt. Oh, fantastic! That That's wow. And look, <laughs> the lights up. And the... <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, so it's, it's wrestling it's wrestling themed each month we're doing a, an event that has a theme in itself so we've done one which was a king of the ring um and that was a race around the red bull ring so it was um, five races of five laps reverse grid every position gets points so you should always be fighting and battling and um, we're having group b cars with racing hard tires so it was really really difficult um all alone at one one, so he was the king of the ring. And yeah. then last week, was it last week, the week before, we did the next one, which was the Renault Rumble. Um, All right, yeah. They, they were Renault Clio V6s right. around Majoria Central. So, again, another really, really short track. Um, right. In that one, it was full damage and full contact allowed. So oh, wow. everybody was really respectful in race one or two, but then they started to realise that you could really take advantage of full contact, <laughs> and it got a bit chaotic. <laughs> Um, really good fun. It's, it's the antidote to FIEs, is what it yeah. is. It's it's all over and done with in less than an hour because because the lap the lap times are like it's short laps like yeah. one one to two mile max. So yeah. lap times like 48, 50 seconds. Um, so you have a whole thing done within an hour, 
and then we can oh. crown a new champion. And yeah. Alonatron, Alonatron was the the, the king of um, the Renault Rumble as well. So two wins in the belt. And Hugh, I want to see you there next time because I think you'll love it. Yeah, you'll need to remind me of the dates for the next one. I'll do oh, my okay. best at it. Because if it's at seven o'clock, I'll just have to make sure that the kids go to bed an hour later. And that's it. <laughs> Real good fun. Real good fun. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. Oh, that's great. So if you like, you can share the screen and we can start to see what uh, the, the latest the latest digital yeah. car culture uh, 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 issue is uh, is like. Cool. We will do. I'll, um, so I'll share the screen. Here it comes. I can see it now. There we go. I'll add that to the stream if it's ready. There we go. They are fantastic. It looks good. And the McLaren. Yeah, so so obviously you can see the magazine there then. I can't see anything other than the magazine, so apologies if I don't get any visual nods. I can't see any of that. Um, so yes, uh, again, we're always trying to keep these really nice, bold, crisp, clean uh, covers. Um, and yeah, McLaren on the front cover this time. And this time it's by a guy, a GT Sport livery designer and photographer called Azabair. Um, and he's been selected for the for the photography. So yeah, I think this is a pretty cool one. So this month, I should see the the big things I'm wanting to call out is um, top ten ESC tracks that you might not have known about. Might uh -huh. not might not know. That makes sense. I'm pleased that makes sense. And the hooligans, which is the event we were just talking about about the the, the wrestling themed um, races that we're doing. That's called the hooligans, and we're introducing a new regular feature called the garage. So all right, I'll get into it. Um, usual, wow. we are driven. We are we are driven. Foundation T-shirt on as well today. So I think Hi. we talked about that last time. It's a charity yeah. uh, of sim uh, created by sim racers just to help people out. Really, so they're a really really good bunch of, of, of guys. You should check that out if you can. Um, yeah. Usual welcome, and in this one, Hugh, the two things I'm calling out is about our partnerships. So mm. I'm talking about the partnership with Sir Spats Gaming and yourself, Hugh. Yeah, we're going to be doing this on a regular, aren't we? Exactly. As long as I can, exactly. as long as I can get there, because I am a bit of a, a letdown. <laughs> Apologies, I let you down last month. So yes, I'm just talking there about the the two the two new partners that we have, which is fantastic, and the usual contents pages. Yeah. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about um, designs of t-shirts and stuff. Like yeah. That. Infinity decals. There's a guy there, Dave. Robinson, oh, I hope I've got that right. Dave Robinson, wow. Robinson, I think it's Robinson. He runs Infinity Decals. He's a great guy. He does um, banner art. He does decals. He does T-shirts. He done this T-shirt. So he done this at cost. Um, and, wow. and in fact, I think he took a big hit because I think the majority of the money for these T-shirts went to the charity. So he's a good guy. Yeah. So it's good to be able to give something back and give him yeah. a, um, a, a full PH ad. And and if you've ever seen these guys, Kerabunga Car Diaries. All right, cool. They'll be up your street, actually. Um, check that out because they're, they're really, really, really good dudes. And here's our partner, PHU. Look at you. You're there. How's that feel? And if you click on that link, it goes to your YouTube channel. How cool oh, is that? Brilliant. That's fantastic. That is really, really good. I really appreciate that. Now there's no excuse for the masses that are watching and taking part to come along uh, and, see the, and see the channel. But um, no, that's, that's brilliant. That's really, really good. Uh, thank but, you for that. No, no bother. And, and, and that's the thing. This is an interactive magazine. Mm -hmm. So you can click on the links. And by clicking on the links, it'll take you straight through to um, it'll take you straight through to the channel. Same for Sir Spats. And we'll be coming yeah. uh, to Sir Spats as well. Um, because he has a regular feature now in the magazine. So 
my usual ads, the regulars. This is just a breaker page that I put in. And then we have our, our news. So there's a few bits on here that I guess I'll just call it a couple. I'm not going to kind of talk through this um, word for word. The, the, the first one of interest, I guess, is Gran Turismo 7. It's been confirmed that I'll be released yeah. on PS4 and PS5. Well, obviously yeah. PS5. I guess it's the other way around, and PS4. What, what do you make of that, Hugh? What do you think of that? I, I, there's some rumblings online. People aren't too happy that it's going to be yeah. compatible for the, 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 the previous gen. What, what do you think? It's interesting because I know that Keirith Cart had said um, oh. that he thought that was okay and it was a reasonable decision. To be fair, I didn't watch this whole video about it. Um, and then the key, which is, is the first person I, uh, video I saw about the release of, of uh, GT7 on PS4, he was dead against it. And I'm kind of with the key on this one because um, I was kind of hoping that PS5, you know, it's a, a next generation console and that would kind of give the best to GT7 in terms of technical power that it could use to make the game even better. Um, and I'm not convinced that maybe that will happen or it will be as good as it could be. Um, by putting out on PS4, but that's that's my opinion. I could well be wrong, um, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm not, I'll be I mean I'll certainly get it on PS4 without a doubt um, uh, because I'll probably won't be a while before I get a PS5 that you can actually get them. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to see. But yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. I mean they'll get a much bigger audience definitely. Well, and sell very well, and they probably need the money because of COVID and things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've heard that seemingly the, is it the chap who runs the whole thing isn't very keen on having to do it, but I think financial pressures or Sony have told them that that's what's happening. But, but there's the rub, isn't it? As you said, it'll be, I think it'll be a long while before um, the masses on PS5s. So commercially, you've invested yeah. all this money in a, in a new game um, off the back of the huge success, which is GT Sport. Um, and needs yeah. to be able to to pay for itself and pay for itself pretty quick because if it doesn't, people will yeah. move on to the next game. If it can't uh, grab a huge audience early doors, other games will follow um, yeah. and people could move away from it. So I think you're right. I think it's clearly just a commercial decision. And you've got a huge amount of players on PS4 which will pick this up. Um, yeah. Now, what the impact will be on the quality of the, the final products is, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the reality is... For the the next what a next generation gives you is it gives you ability of processing power, which is typically used for having much much larger maps and games yeah. become a lot bigger. Now that's yeah. not necessarily really for for a racing racing game. The the maps are really small because yeah. the the tarmac and a little bit of runoff and that's all you get. So yeah. that's that's not going to be required. The graphically definitely there'll, there'll be a you'd imagine there'll be a difference between the PS4 and the PS5 when it comes to graphics. But if you think about the physics of the games. The coding and the physics should be the same on both platforms. So I'm not too sure whether there would be much of a difference. If you were yeah. talking about a, an open worlder, yeah, it's like a, a Forza Horizon where it's a massive right. map, then you'd imagine there's going to be quite a difference between the PS4 and PS5. But if you think about our, yeah. our players um, in completed Grand Theft Auto V on the Xbox 360 and then again on the PS4, um, now it was an upscale for PS4. It wasn't a kind of a, a build at the same time for it. There's version yeah. very little difference, so I, I'm I'm hoping there's very little yeah, difference yeah. between the two. And the I mean, experience I'm, graphics will be different, but yeah, I I'm expect the experience to be the same. I'm thoroughly looking forward to the game itself. I think GT7, you know, they've, they've always been fantastic, um, charismatic games. You know, great games that stand out without a doubt. And even Gran Turismo, as it is just now, is a great game. 
Um, I mean, yeah, I think now that actually, to be fair, the penalties have gotten a bit better. I think they're just dealing with a huge number of drivers that haven't, well, they've done their etiquette review, but it seems to have flown out of the, the window yeah. when they actually get to the race. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, um, but then that, that's kind of one of, the, one of the things, I suppose, it just happens. But um, but yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. And it's funny because you're talking about Grand Theft Auto. I, I got the PS4 when that came out and I have the box on the old one that, that, that had the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> logo on it with the game. Um, that's oh, my, the first one. Um, it was one of my favourite ones, um, oh, but uh, it's and I can't wait for the next one. Um, oh. I think that will be incredible. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I've got lots of good stories. Just about uh, did I tell you the one about uh, when I went to the car rental firm in America? No. Um, when we'd, we first time we were in Orlando with the family, um, and we'd waited for ages to get the car, and it was we were absolutely desperate. It was late at night. We'd been up for about twenty four hours, just about. Um, and uh, I, 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 um, the guy said, oh, have you ever driven in Orlando before? Um, and I said, no, but I've played lots of Grand Theft Auto. So I'm, I'm pretty convinced <laughs> I know how to drive. <laughs> he almost took the keys away from me. You know, it was like, it was like, it was like uh, I should have... You just I doubled your deposit. Yeah, I should have said, I've never, I've never ever stopped at a red light before on that game. So, you know... <laughs> But um, but yeah, so no, it was good. But uh, but ah, it's it's an interesting thing that that that, that um, Grand Theft GT Seven will be will be on the PS. Yeah. We'll have to see how that pans out. Whatever yeah, that will be, will it be next year that they're going to actually launch it then, or will it be later on that's this what, year? That's what they're saying it's going to be next year, isn't it? That's the the release. There's also here number four, sticking with uh, GT Sport. Uh, GT Sport is going to be part of the Virtual Olympic series. Have you? Oh yeah. Did you read that? Yes, I heard that because a few of them I saw the setup for it, wasn't it, in the Toyota Supra? Yeah, and yeah. People have been, they've already done a qualifying session for that, haven't they? Um, and uh, people have already qualified um, to go forward, I think. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, yeah it's, gonna, it's funny having a kind of game that's going towards the Olympics, isn't it? They're kind of I don't know. bringing in, I suppose, the guys at the very top. I mean, it, they have to be pretty athletically fit to, to do it. Um, but. Uh, you know, it's 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 almost like when I used to uh, when uh, when when uh, Scotland used to play when when in the what was it um, not in the Olympic Games but in the other one the Winter Olympics or the oh, one, yeah. they had oh no it wasn't the Winter Olympics it's the one the Commonwealth Games and they had it in Glasgow a few years ago um, and Scotland the Scotland team uh, and being I'm a Scotsman um, they they had the I think it was the it wasn't the, it wasn't ice hockey what was it? it was the curling the curling team and the curling team had done quite well. But the funny thing was, when you launched the, the curling team and they were on their break, they were all outside smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and, like, and you're like, you know, only in Scotland where you get like a, a you know, a, a Commonwealth Games team that smoke <laughs> like this and that have beer bellies, you know. Um, it was this, it was this brilliant. Uh, so I thought it was like almost like as if darts are going to be in the Commonwealth Games next, you know. But uh, uh, <laughs> well, give it time. You know, it's going to be darts on the Wii, Nintendo you know, Wii. Yeah. <laughs> give me enough time with this bit. That's, that's cool news, wasn't it? That is really cool news. The only yeah. other one I'd call out as well is um, there are some reports that Seto Corsa, which is an awesome title, really awesome title, um, is looking for a, a sequel in 2024. So if that yeah. can be the kind of the, the sandbox, what the current Seto Corsa is, which I, I do love, then that would be absolutely phenomenal to have a, yeah. a, a new physics engine. Set of Corsa, but it's so brought right up to date, but still allowing uh, mods to modifies to get in there and and produce new content. That would be phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. 
yeah, it's such a good game, isn't it? Such a good game. Oh, but, big, uh, yeah, big stuff. Yeah, big stuff. And I, yeah. I noticed there was a pic, there was a picture there of the new fanatic, which everyone's been talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, that looks rather good. That uh, I have to say, I'd, I'd love to be able to upgrade mine by my, my G twenty nine to a proper a proper um, uh, uh, piece of equipment like that. It just depends on how much time you actually would invest in it. I guess you. I mean, obviously, I've got a G twenty nine. It'd be good to upgrade. Um, but for what I do, I just hoon around on arcade games. This is perfect. I mean, that is yeah. that, that is a serious bit of kit, isn't it? That oh, yeah. is real serious bit of kit. That's for you, your people are going to be sitting behind the wheel for hours and hours on endurance races and I race and all that kind of stuff. So, um, looks lovely, though, doesn't it? Looks really nice. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that. That uh, ah, dirt four. Dirt four. Like so dirt rally two. Well, Dirt 4, uh, you have the Dirt Valley series and you have the Dirt series. The Dirt series is the arcade version. Um, ah, by same producers of Codemasters. And Dirt 5 is the one that recently dropped. And by recently, it was at the beginning of the year, so it was quite, quite a way back. I did a review for Dirt 5, and I was massively, massively underwhelmed. I got the amplified version as well, which was the um, the at the pre-release. It came out a few days beforehand. You get everything, all DLCs in the future are free, all that kind of jazz. And I was yeah. really underwhelmed by um, Dirt 5. But okay. a lot of people said that Dirt 4 is still really, really good. And one of our main guys, Yusuf, who um, is one of the main contributors to the magazine, him and Fred Racer, um, loves Rally. Big, big Rally fan. Plays all the Rally games. He's setting up DCC uh, Rally uh, events in our, our Discord and for our channel now. He's doing all that work. He suggested that he goes back and has a look at Dirt 4. And he loves it, really, really, really loves it. Um, I think he talks about the DCC Rally team being born, uh, which is which is great. And it, it does. It looks like it stands up. From I've never played this one. Never played it. Um, Dirt Five was the first of the Dirt games, apart from Dirt Valley and Dirt Valley Two. I think I might have played a Colin McCrea's is a one of the early Dirt series. Yeah. It was a Codemasters game, so I've played that, um, but I've not played any of the Dirt. That I, I don't think. It really feels like I've missed a trick with this one because this one sounds phenomenal. I mean, he gives it a 4.5 out of 5, and Yusuf wow. is um, is pretty hard to please. He's, um, yeah, it, it does mark games, games down quite a bit. So to do a 4.5 <laughs> out of 5 for this one is pretty impressive. And it feels like this is one that I've overlooked and I should really have gone back to, to be fair. So we've got, we, we open strongly with uh, uh, Yusuf, who's a great writer, really, really good wordsmith. Yeah, um, yeah. And we come up the block strong with the Dirt 4 review. And this is what I was talking about at the beginning. This is the King of the Ring. So oh, yeah. each month we do a, a, an event called the Hooligans. This is a long-standing thing I've done for years through various different guises. But under the digital car culture, I've kind of reinvented it. And each yeah. month we're going to do an um, open community event where the winner gets the belt. Here it yes. is. Yeah, there's the <laughs> special belt. Uh, just get your, the lights on for you, Hugh. Yeah, there's the belt. The winner gets the name on the belt. Um, and all alone, Tron was the winner um, of our first in the series of the Hooligans. We've since done the next one, which is oh, and I've done the Smack Talk. Did, did, did you, did you, I've got embarrassingly, I've got the same t shirt on as well, Hugh. That's embarrassing. Um, but if you click on that, you'll go to a very short video of my impersonation of Macho Man Randy Savage, which oh, is. Yeah. I do a great impersonation of him. I, I did a bit of a smack talk video at All Alone Tron, um, yeah. for for them as the Macho Man. I was hyping myself up a bit for the next race, which was the Renault Rumble, 
but I did terrible in that one as well. So really, really bad. Um, and and this is that the, the new uh, feature which uh, I, I put on the cover, the garage. So, I, I, do you know much about a set of Corsa? I was, I was bigging it up a few well, minutes ago. I was going to say, I've just got a PC. Um, and so I've started all the PC side of gaming. So I've got a set of Corsa oh, and nice. a set of Corsa competition in there. Oh, nice. I, I can frankly pronounce it properly. Um, I'd say I, was, I was doing a bit of front play earlier on when it was, uh, I was saying competition, a set of Corsa competition, and they kept coming back to me saying that's not how you pronounce it. Yeah, there's a Z in there somewhere. Um, so <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the one. But um, but yes, I, so I'm, I've just kind of started on a set of Corsa as well. Um, and, I, I, and it is a fantastic game, absolutely brilliant game. Well, ESC, so a set of Corsa itself, as I said, it, it is a bit of an open sandbox because mm. it's it's open in the sense where uh, people can go in and they can mod things and they can create. So they can create their own tracks, of which there's many. They can create their own cars. They can create uh, traffic mods. They've done lighting modifications to the game. And a set of course that allows it to be open for people to go in and to modify the game. It's seven yeah. It's seven years old now. Um, and when you go into a set of Corsa, it is absolutely phenomenal. Now, ESCC, so Competizonia, and that's not how you pronounce it, but it's as close as I'll ever get to it. <laughs> um, that's quite, that's close. That's just a track, that's a track game. Yeah. yeah. For what I know, you can't do any of that thing, but a set of Corsa itself is phenomenal. And the reason yeah. I wanted to, to talk about the garage was, as part of digital car culture, the reason why I, I got right in the digital car culture and started to kind of do the magazine was, um, I love car culture, but I don't have the time nor the money to, to be able to be out and about and messing yeah. around with, with nice. Evos and um, nice. skylines and all that. I can do it behind the wheel. And a set of course allows you to be able to build your own cars. You can yeah. build the, the, the physics, you can build the, um, the, the bodies, you can tune engines in the cars, and it's all done through code. It's all done yeah. through um, changing and applying um text it's yeah i, I haven't gotten invited i don't understand it yet <laughs> but i know what happens and i've started mm -hmm. to read chelsea right well you can tune a car in the digital world in the digital realm and um, as you can in the real world in a set of course you can so i've yeah. started to kind of reach out to a few of the guys and th th this first one i got in touch with big hagster so this is linked through the the sir um spats gaming um community and through his discord and this guy came up and says yeah i know a little bit about it i'll tell you about it so this is the first thing we've done so I asked about drift tuning, and he told us about what you can tune and why you tune, what you should be looking at the tuning, and what he does personally. And it just, even just these couple of pages and the, the, the kind of brief discussion I've had with Big Hagster, um, it, it's really made us feel as if there's something here. There's something in the kind of the darker art of um, creating cars, tuning cars, swapping cars, which is really, really interesting. Um, and I'm going to really be pushing on the the garage and um, there's a there's a group of guys called hush as well and they have created um a set of drift cars there's uh nissans bmws there's all kinds and they've released them as a pack and this is stuff where they have actually built the physics of them from other people other people it's, it's all kind of um on the shoulders of of great men and all that kind of stuff but they have taken them they've tweaked them and they've packaged them together and then they've released them back in the community for free um for modified cars for modified tracks and oh. there's it's just something special about it you that i really really love and that's something i really want to bring to um to an audience who won't know anything about it and yeah. 
and I've started doing a thing called the commentator as well. So last month I talked to Dark Smoker, who's a pal of mine, um, uh -huh. and this month uh, Paul Walsh. So yeah. Hugh, honestly, this guy, if you've not came across, have you came across Paul TX141 uh, before? Possibly, because uh, I know quite a few different commentators. I've, I've I've interviewed one or two. I'll need to let them know actually about you because if you want to speak to them as well, mm. I'm sure they'd be up for it. Please, yeah, because commentary, it's really kind of. Um, it, it doesn't get the kind of the plaudits that it deserves. So when, when you're watching some of the the league racing, it doesn't matter on any level of the league racing. What makes a difference is a commentator who injects the additional yeah. kind of action and spice into it. That's what keeps yeah. you watching. That's what uh, it really engages you with what's going on. If it's yeah. just a um, uh, just a really kind of dry broadcast of the cars going around on a on a screen, you, you don't really kind of get in it. The commentator really brings it out. And Paul yeah. Walsh is the best is the best I have came across. Uh, um, and I was lucky enough to be able to reach out to him and ask him if he could commentate on the hooligans events. And he oh, did. fantastic. Yeah. And he's oh, amazing. So we, yeah. we switch. So I do all the stuff in between and I switch to, to Paul to do the commentary for the reason itself. And genuinely, Hugh, seek this guy out. Takes 141 on Twitch. Um, Paul Walsh is called. You can, where's, I must have a link. Actually, the link will be there. Yeah, there's a link there, so you can, you can click yeah, on his logo. Yeah, no, I'll click on that and I'll take me to, I'm on Twitch. In terms of I've got, a, I've got a, um, a connection to Twitch, so I'll be able to do that. Yeah. No, He's amazing. Honestly, amazing. I don't know how he does it. He just constantly, constantly, it's high energy, constantly talking. It's phenomenal. He really brings it to life. And I've asked him a little bit about um, why he does it, what's next, all the kind of the usual stuff. Um, and I'm just really pleased that I'm able to give him a little bit of a platform because he deserves it. He's a, he's a phenomenal guy. Really, really. Oh, there's another one. There's another link as well from as well. Yeah. He's a phenomenal guy. Um, so that's that. Photography was of a good photography section, I think. That the art right. magazine is really, really important. Um, yeah. I have magazines sitting behind us. I've got Max Powers and that sitting behind us where you can just flick through and, and enjoy it without even reading a word. Uh, so it's really important for me that the magazine is kind of visual stimu uh, visually stimulating. Uh, and this is the first time for the photography section where rather than me picking the pictures, I've went to the photographer and says, send me your best pictures and then tell me why. Um, and this, this is going to be a, a, a thing moving forward. So this is what Azabez done. He's, he's sent us what he believes are his best pictures, and he's told us a little bit about why he believes they're the best. A yeah. Very much concept guy. Like, this is on G oh, wow. GE Sport. So this is to yeah. do with, I think, a vision one, isn't it? I would have thought. I'm not right. familiar with that. But this is all um, his liveries, his shots. These are the, the, his favourite things. Um, and the nice thing, I mean, that's lovely, that, isn't it? That is really, really, really special, that one. But again, that's it draws lovely. out the power of Skips. Skips is amazing, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, do you use much yeah. escapes on G Sport? Have you seen much of it? Uh, I have seen a little bit of it, but to be fair, I haven't. I, I think I've taken like nine photographs and a few other bits and pieces. I, I haven't done that much on it. And in our in our touring car community series that's starting at the end of July, uh, Rascal has, has made a, a, the the the, um, the libraries for the cars, and then people can have the basic library that's there, and they can add to it. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm not much of a designer, so I, I'm des desperate to get people to help me help me with that um, uh, because that's what I need for it. But um, uh, but, uh, but no, that is a fantastic design. Well, look, I mean, if you you look at it sitting on the background as well, I mean, it looks real, doesn't it? That just that looks like oh real. yeah, it doesn't look computer generated, but it's um, that's exactly what it is. It's phenomenal. Um, yeah. As I said at the beginning, a couple of big guys for me. 
um, which is a third racer. Um, and I've got Yusuf. This is what a third racer's first kind of content for the magazine. Um, and this is a comparison of two of the, the kind of classic Ferraris, the 365 and the 512. Um, yeah. And uh, afraid he's a young guy. He's really, really passionate about motorsport. He's really passionate yeah. about um, the digital car culture. He's always come up with ideas, um, and he's starting to, to to put in his own content regularly into the magazine. And this is something I would never have thought of. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have looked back yeah. at, um, yeah. at at these kind of classic cars, but he certainly has. You can click on the link, go to his video because he's got his own channel. Um, and it's just another way of, of bringing people closer to the content as well. Yeah. And then um, somebody got in touch, P308. Oh, um, oof, that sounds like the kids getting a telling off of me misses <laughs> in the background. Which I'll try. Hopefully, hopefully that'll settle down in a second. Um, That's so, okay, yes, uh, uh, Sebastian, uh, he got in touch. And just um, this is the great thing about the magazine. People do get in touch. So can I do something with, yeah. the, with, with the content? Is he being in the back? Yeah. Yes. Um, so they, they get in touch around the content, um, and they say, "Can I, can I help? Can I get involved? Is there anything I can do?" And this is what P three O eight R did. He's a huge, huge Peugeot fan. He says, "Can I, um, can I write something for the magazine?" I said, "Yeah, of course." We started doing yeah. a thing called the, the celebration series, where we look at a, a particular model of car, and we look yeah. at it in real life, and we look at how it's represented uh, in the, the digital world as well. And uh, P three R or Sebastian, I prefer his, his real name. Uh, he looked at two or five, uh, and it's it's a, a it's a phenomenal phenomenal read. He's re he's clearly a massive massive passionate yeah. fan of yeah. Peugeot's, and the read is absolutely phenomenal. Really done his homework on uh, on the, the, the two or five, uh, and this is just great great content. And I think that's a great classic car, and those kind of cars are in the games a lot of the time, aren't they? They're in Gran yeah. Turismo. They're in, you know, they'll, they can, I'm sure you get a mod for it in Assetto uh, Corsa. Um, so it's it's amazing now. But there's an um, there's a fantastic video, um, um, uh, of um, the old Peugeot Museum in France, and what they do is it was the factory where they kept the cars um, had been closed for a while, and I think they were they were keeping some of the old cars in there, and somebody managed to get in and take a video of everything that was in there and they had the oh, whole history of Peugeot and but they had all these untouched Peugeot rally cars um, and all the kind of amazing um, touring cars and everything and I thought it was just you get it on YouTube if you go like Peugeot um, factory Peugeot kind of like a racing factory uh, barn finder kind of thing on, on YouTube if yeah. you bring it up um, oh, and, just it, and it is uh, some of the, I mean some of the stuff's quite funny because it's totally it's ancient you know nineteen thirties forties stuff like the Pope Mobile and all sorts of different cars yeah, yeah. that was a Peugeot but then in there there's a whole bunch of rally cars My and, cars and incredible well. stuff um, that would be that would be oh super. I'll check that out I would love to check that out but you're right I mean you do find in any rally game you're gonna whether it's salt you're gonna find a Peugeot two or five that's what they would do um, readers pictures. Always have that, so we get a lot of pictures sent in uh, through the Discord, and I like to pull out the top kind of thirty. And look at them; some of them are phenomenal, really, really nice shots uh, from yeah. some really, really talented guys that try to bring. A, somebody put a bike in. What's that about? <laughs> a bike? That's not got four wheels. Um, <laughs> so we have that, and then we we enter the sim zone. As I said, another partner of ours was a Sir Spats game, and Sir, yeah. Sir Spats is a big, big sort of course uh, video content creator on YouTube. Um, he's really grown very, very fast. He's into his mods, 
Um, and what we're doing is we're selecting some of the content that he's doing each week. It's about three videos a week, but we're selecting something which will be ideal for our audience, and then we're bringing that video through to the magazine. And then this one is 10 tracks that you might not have uh, played of. And um, for this, good word, obviously, Bick and Nicky, never heard of that, if I'm honest. Uh, no. Luca Ring, I hadn't heard that heard one that. either. No. No, um, Saxon Ring, I think I'd heard of Saxon Ring. Um, and but yeah. these are underserved um tracks on the set of course that you can download again. Wow. I think the video Caesar Spats Gaiman is um, uh -huh. his content is absolutely phenomenal, and we'll be having him in every month now for, for that. And I've just seen there's other on my, one of my pages there 10 tracks you might not have. <laughs> there's a few <laughs> words missing from that sentence. Um <laughs> It shows that the the, the, the proofreading that we're doing is, is missed out a bit on that one. We'll have to go in and change all this live, which is the good news. That's the good yeah. news. Steve. I can update that live. Uh, again, if Fred came in and he did a bit about the Olympics, so we've already talked about that and GE Sport. And then there's a guy, D-Max, he's called D-Max Motion Rig. He's got his own YouTube channel. Again, that'll be linked in here. Um, he built his own um, motion simulator with the three degrees of freedom. And he tells yeah. you about how his, his YouTube channel is all about how to do it. Wow. Uh, and he done it himself. And when I say I, this, I real DIY, so this obviously fabricated a lot of welding involved. He hadn't welded before. <laughs> so he bought a welder to do this and he'd done all of this himself over, I think he says it was about six or seven weekends he did it. And um, uh -huh. the result is, the result is phenomenal. It really is phenomenal what he's doing oh it's his four weekends i made it on the weekends and it took me four weekends to get it moving but to get it moving i guess it'll be a few more weekends as well to get a set uh, but he yeah. uses vr obviously that's perfect isn't it vr in a motion rig really brings that extra level of immersion um and we'll be bringing more stuff from dmax as well he's got a great channel um you gotta check it out crazy yeah. he's a crazy guy <laughs> i mean i like a project you but I, I don't think i would be touching building um a motion rig yeah well, that is quite a thing he that's did pretty good going I, I see you doing something like that you i see you taking on that kind of project <laughs> i think it'd, be, it'd probably turn into a bomb or something <laughs> if I ended, you know it'd be just like where's all the hydraulic fluid gone you know does that mix with anything you know, you know it was like i'm sure wiring and a few bits of sparks won't do any harm Bye. but uh, you know. Bye. always happens you always yeah, a couple out yeah, I'm afraid I'm, I'm like Crichton from Red Dwarf in that way. Yeah. So I'll be saying, I'm pretty sure I know what went wrong. You know, <laughs> like, you know was, but uh, but no, that's the thing. Oh, and we've got a comment here from Sebastian Gillian. He's saying the Peugeot location that you're talking about is called Terre Blanche. It's Peugeot's official archive. The official museum finds itself in Sochaux. Oh, well, that'll yeah, be. So... I'm assuming that Sebastian then is piece yeah. of Oh. Thank you for that, Sebastian. Guys, say hello. I can't see anything other than the magazine, but hello. Yeah, yeah. For giving you big props there. It's an awesome, awesome article that he's done. He is, he's a good writer. It's Sebastian, ah. all the way from France as well. So, thank yeah. you. Thank uh, you. I was going to say, please feel free to put your links for digital car culture into our Discord as well, um, so that oh, all yes. our guys can see it in here um, as well, because oh, it would you. be great to let everybody see it. Because it's all, I mean, the way that some racing has taken over. Um, and all of this stuff is all linked to it all. Um, it will be something for everybody. Um, and so feel free to put it in our Discord. Oh, will do, pal. Will do. Thank you. 
Um, so, our uh, factor two, I've never played this, but we do have a guy, Boomer, in our community, who's a big, big fan of RF2. He's a big fan of NASCAR. He didn't pull us up either of my description of NASCAR, which was DCC NASCAR, not Boomer, tells us all about the art of turning left. Didn't pull us up on that, so I'm pleased. I thought he might have been a bit upset. Um, <laughs> but he thinks that our factor two, uh, he is a big NASCAR nut as well. So um, he's from the America, so he's got proper lineage into to, to, to NASCAR. Um, you've got the NASCAR 2021 game. I think that comes out shortly. 2020 is the one that's out at the moment. Uh, right. There's heat as well. Uh, but he thinks our factor two is a, a really, really good substitute for the for for, for going left. Absolutely. Uh-huh. And this is a yeah. little bit about it. Uh, Elmore Livery's super talented guy. He produced this randomly for us um, oh. and it's just insane isn't it you can download that if you search for dcc so there's a lot of cheeky sport in this one actually isn't there a lot of cheeky sport yeah huna huna streets this is where it gets into my world this is what i like you i started a new series called find and reverse this is where i look at old games because there's not much yeah. coming out on the horizon um for for card games so i look at some of the stuff that's that's in the past and the first one i tried was forza horizon the very first one uh-huh. And I've did a, I've done a video on it. There's a link on here to the video to take the first 20, 30 minutes of gameplay and my first reactions to it. Um, it stands up. And this is what, when we're talking about G- Gran Turismo 7 coming out on the PS4 and PS5, does that mean they're compromising in quality? Tell you what, if you go back on the Xbox 360 and you look at some of the games that are on that, I mean, Forza Horizon, the first one, like nearly 10-year-old it is, um, it still looks brilliant. Really, yeah. really good. Huge open world map. Um, I know it's not a same, it hasn't got all the proper physics and all that, but it it, it does stand up, it's still fun. You can still get a lot of enjoyment out of it. You can be able to pick this up on eBay for like three quid. Um yeah. it's uh good, and that's each month we're gonna look at an old title. Next month uh-huh. it is Wheelman, Vin Diesel's uh-huh. Wheelman. Now, <laughs> I assume it's a car game, it's got a car on the front, it's Vin uh-huh. Diesel. It's called Wheelman. So it feels like it's going to be a fast and furious kind of thing. It's on Xbox 360 again. So we're going to take a look at that, do uh, the first 30 minutes in the video. I'll do a write-up next month. Let me just do a couple of streams. Uh, but for next month's finding the first, Vin Diesel's Wheelman, the, the game everybody's been waiting about. Um, Test Drive Unlimited, Solar Crown, big open worlder. Is that one yeah. you've heard about, Hugh? It's coming out soon. That's it, soon. There's... Some kind of next chapter yeah, it's test coming out in July. July. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Beyond that, not too sure when it's coming out. Um, yeah. I was going to do a video on it, and well, I was going to do an article on it. So I started to, to to put some words down, and then um, I don't know whether you, you're aware of Militia Gearman. So Militia Gearman's a big YouTuber. Um, mm. I came across his video, and he just absolutely nailed it. So I wanted to talk about what do we know about it, um, yeah. and he nailed it. So I, th- I thought there's no point in me. Yeah, no point yeah, in being I'll get in touch with militia and ask if he's see if it's cool for him to to um to plug his video. And he was like, "Yeah, no bother, do that." So if you want to know about what we know about um Solar Crown, then click on this link. It'll take you. Through, I think it's about a twenty-minute video, and it covers all those things. It, it covers the car list. We know about the game modes, platforms, what the engine's going to be. The only thing we don't really know is the release date. Um, yeah. But it's a brilliant video. He's a, he's a good guy, he's militia. He's a good guy. We'll see probably a little bit more of him in the future. Yeah. Um, we've started to cover um, mobile games as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's because sometimes, don't don't tell anybody, Hugh, but between meetings when I'm at work, 
and now and again stick on my phone and play a few card games, especially <laughs> when the meeting's a bit boring. Uh, so <laughs> we, st we started to, to look at some of the best games uh, and Project Cards. I wasn't really aware of this. I'm not too sure. Was I aware? I don't think I was aware of this until Afraid pulled it out. But Project Cars has got a mobile game called Go. Um, and apparently, it's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, it's based on the first one. It will be. Yeah. Because the first Project Cars game was excellent. He says it's pretty cool. Um, I've been playing the uh, FR Legends, which is uh, a drift game. That's brilliant. To get, it's like a cartoony drift game, but the physics are, are really cool. Um, but this is the next one for me to try. Uh, Project Cars Go. Definitely want to, to look at. Now, this is a bit of a, a strange one. So this is definitely the digital world, though, right? But this is, um, there's a guy on Instagram that I've been pals with for the last year or more called Line Rock Customs. Um, and he builds one 24th scale drift cars. So All right, well, get, okay. I've got one, and I've got one. He got me to get one, and it's brilliant. <laughs> Mine is a Mark II Escort. Oh, that's the 1800. Oh, yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. I can't see if I can see, but that, that's my little attempt. Um, uh -huh. But you buy a little drift card, digital, so that, that uh -huh. does still qualify for the magazine, I'm saying to you. And yeah, then yeah. Bought a kit. So you buy a, um, like an Airfix kit. I bought mine. What's mine? Is it a Tolari? Um, so it's a, a model kit. I just built the top off, and it, mine uh -huh. just clips on with magnets. Um, but I was inspired by Line Rock. And this is just such, it's just such, he's just such a cool guy, so committed. Uh -huh. So he, he has loads of these little drift cars, these 124 skills. So they're, they're only that big. Yeah, um, yeah. He buys, so here's a, a VW Golf Mark I, um, an Airfix kit. Yeah. He's bought then, there's another guy who does the um, body kits for them, who, who does 3D prints body kits at 124 <laughs> scale for <laughs> Golf Mark 1s, like, um, dips them. To, and and this is a these are this is like a little garbage. He's built these That's little garages. Amazing, isn't it? And if you yeah. look at the background, it's on the next screen. This is his loft. Look at that. Wow. Massive drift. He's got and I've been seeing him get in a video and do videos. He does loads of little short ones on Instagram. Yeah. But the, the quality of his stuff is phenomenal. And uh, that's yeah. a Lancia in the Grawley, isn't it? Um See, wow. see, they've got Porsches. Uh, is that the 198? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Line Rock Customs. Um, I can see, I think it's a bit of a cop out, but this is it is digital, digital oh, yeah. transmission, and uh, I think it's amazing. Um, so I've, I've had to bring him in, and I'll be doing a lot more with this stuff because it's just it is a so so good, so much yeah. fun, and I've enjoyed mine. I love my little car. And then the last thing we've got in the magazine. Is we started to do some movie reviews. Um, last month we looked at a, a movie called Asphalt Burning, which is on Netflix, and that one was pretty decent. It was pretty fun, so we yeah. watched that. Then for this month, I says, "Oh, this looks good." The Fast and the Fierce. They're by good by definition of good. It's a bit different than other people's. By good, I mean crap, but fun. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so not good, but entertaining. Yeah. Um, so I says, let's all watch Fast and Fierce. Because you look at the cover. Look at that. that. That looks like it's a Fast and Furious knockoff, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, it does, definitely. Now, I never watched it. <laughs> but Yusuf did, and he'd done this review, and basically there's no cars in it. There's nothing to do with cars. It all Something happens on a plane. It's really bad. 0.25 out of 5. 
Um, <laughs> well, I'll leave that down. I'm not too sure. I'll have to pick a better, a better movie for for this one. I think the only the only uh, uh, films to get a review as, as poor as that is something with Selena Gomez in it. I think that's about the only one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but there, there, there you have it. Oh, that's fantastic. And that's, that's it. it. And that's a lot. Why well, is brilliant? Now, you'll need to What's let everyone that? know. How do you get the links? How can you? How can they find you? Um. So, well, if the website's kind of the hub. So, if you go to mm. www.digitalcarculture.com, that's the website. You go there. We've got banners for all of our socials. So we're on um, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Don't have a big following on those, to be fair. But we, we are there. Discord is where the community lives. So if there's a yeah. Discord link, and here I know obviously you're over in the Discord, uh, and the community is really active. There's a really good yeah. set of guys in there. So that's where everything's kind of flown on a daily basis. And then there's YouTube. So. The, the magazine itself it's it's a hard thing it's a hard thing to produce you and it's a really hard thing to distribute um mm. and i had a chat today there, there, there was an old magazine i say old it wasn't that old but there was a, a magazine on the shelves called uh sim racer it uh -huh. was took out of publication in 2016 um and it was by a, a production company called elsden old elsden production no that's not right so i think it was like elsden production i'm sure that's what it was anyway yeah. Um, I've been kind of thinking, like, how do we take this magazine further? It's, you know, it's, it's digital. Yeah. It's free. It, it should be getting millions. In my, in my, my view is this should be millions of people reading this because it's free and it's yeah, decent yeah. quality. Um, but I, it's kind of what does it need to, to get out to more people? About does it need more? Does it need more marketing? Um, can is it impossible to do this via just socials? Is it about? And I think it is. To be fair, is it about linking it in with more stuff? The community with the events with youtube yeah. and videos and streams is, it, is the magazine not the center is the magazine just an offshoot of the community which is the center um and i reached out to the guy who who's the ceo of elston production today and just said i i've got a hobby magazine and uh, i know i used to do sim race i know you do loads of other magazines globally um can i pick your brains and i just honestly i just now and again i do it i just throw these messages out with people with yeah. zero expectation that anybody will ever return just say, oh, can we have a chat? And and within minutes, he came back and says, yeah, here's my number. And he just, he just gives his telephone number. So I rang him to the CEO um, and says, oh, I just want to talk to you about it. And we're on the call for about 30 minutes today. He was telling us all about like, the magazine industry, um, what you need to, 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 to get up and running, how much it's going to cost, um, what to expect. And he gave us some really good insight as to why the poll Simracer. And it, it, his insight basically was that the Sim Racing magazine, although it was making a lot of money through advertising, um, it was not getting the readership. And he said that yeah. the, the worst part of it was that the digital uh, magazine that they had was getting the lowest readers. Nobody wanted to read it digitally. It had better following as a printed magazine, but a printed yeah. magazine comes at high cost. And yeah. he said that yeah. it wasn't, they, they weren't able to make the, the economics of it work. So they were getting a lot of money through advertising, but... yeah. The issue was over time the advertisers realized that they're not they're, they're not getting the money's worth they're not, they're not seeing the rigs yeah. being bought whatever and he does loads of stuff so that was a five years ago so i put it to him um oh things have changed though now five years on sim racing is huge the pandemic has yeah. created a big bubble for sim racing sim racing's actually yeah. on tv he says yeah. he says that's right he says but we tried to launch sim racer as a magazine again last year in the summer with nice. this big bubble 
um, and we tried to do it digitally. He said nobody wanted it. So yeah. <laughs> you think about what's the next steps for the magazine? It is. It's there's mm. a, there's a level that we need to to keep this magazine at, and I think this is it. To be fair, I think it's um, we can do it monthly. We're getting good content. We're getting good content creators in. We're giving people exposure. Um, it's drawn my time, but not too much, as in like, it's manageable. But I think that next step to making it into something huge is probably the wrong step. I think what needs yeah. to be is it needs to be based around the community, and the magazine is just an element. YouTube's yeah. there for videos. YouTube's there for streams. We we'll run off-stream events, and it's just about creating a, a community around all those types of games. And that's what yeah. it is to create a hub, probably around the website. So right. yeah, right. if you go to www.digitalcarculture.com, then you'll be able to get yourself involved. Contact us through there as well if you if you feel like you've got content. That should be the magazine, or you just want to kind of connect, then that's the way to do it, mate. That's the way to do it. Fantastic. Well, that's been brilliant. I mean, I always find that when I look at the magazine, I think, God, this bit's really good. You, know, you go through the whole thing and you, you find lots of really interesting articles, and then you can click on it and it takes you straight there, which is great. Um, and, and you know, it, it, it's all information, it's fun. And for me, who's a, you know, I'm a big car enthusiast too, I, I love it for that uh, because you get some great reviews on some wonderful cars. And, it, and it's a nice community as well with people helping each other and coming forward with some great great designs and and and, uh, and just wonderful ideas for how things work in the games or even like we saw with those amazing drift cars which are fantastic and mm -hmm. uh, boy it's got a boyhood dream come true actually, oh, that kind of stuff isn't it, it is. you had that when you were six or seven growing up that would have been incredible um, absolutely you know but uh, i'm 42 but, you and i'm loving it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely no it's fantastic well, that's phenomenal. Well, we will call it a night um, for that, but stay on the line, Colin. Um, but you've been watching a special digital car culture review, and we do these at least once a month. Um, and make sure you watch them because they are great fun, and you'll always find something that you thought, oh, I need to have a look at that. Because as you say, you'll see new games and existing sim racing games that maybe you've not played before, things you haven't seen uh, that are available on a set of Corsa. So there's lots of good stuff in the magazine um, that we can all learn something about. But Colin, it's been fantastic again yeah, to have you too, on man. the show. Uh, Thank you, pal. We'll get, we'll get another one booked in for next month for, for the next release um, of the magazine. Absolutely, Excellent. dude. Thank you, yeah. man. Thank you. Take care, everyone. Thank you very much for yeah, watching. Cheers. Drive fast and try not to crash. Bye just now.